to another episode of the Bobcast with you as always is Bob live in the lounge staying at the Ouija boards oh <laughs> it's Friday dude it's the Friday before President's Day and um, I'm up here in the woods I just got done doing like this big event right so like we had like um, PLT today right which is professional learning time for teachers and we were doing this assembly and the gear we were using since it's being it's being uh, used for the spring play. So there it's been like, you know, it gets moved around, it gets changed. So some of the components weren't working and I went into the gig knowing, Oh yeah, this is going to be bad. You know, I wore a shirt specifically because it captures all the back sweat efficiently, you know, because as I've mentioned here on the show, there's a very big difference between uh, cardio sweat and flop sweat. For those of you not in the music industry or that um flop sweat is like when you're in front of a whole bunch of people and like something goes wrong and you have seconds to act seconds to save the day essentially now i've had some i've had some issues where in the past i can't i I couldn't save the day just because of uh, user error right but today dude oh yeah so like we're like in the middle of this thing and i'm in charge of the video but also you know the projector which is this is the audio visual aspect of my job and um so what happens is is like the um the feed just cuts goes to black and like i had been working on this all week because the systems were all messed up and i turned on the off the fan in the projector thinking i must be overheating turned off the display, set it to never, excuse me, the sleep to never. I thought, yeah, dude, we're going to be good. You know what I mean? But sure as shit, dude, here we go. 21, 22 minutes into the production, it goes black screen. And I immediately know I got to get up back in the booth, but I got to turn the corner and be in front of like 250 people, all eyes on me. And you know what I realized today, dude, when I turned the corner and all the eyes were on me, there's no sweat on my back this time i've gotten so used to putting out technical fires or you know what i mean like i've gotten so used to this new aspect of my life where like i used to be the person that i like i didn't grow up like you know handy you know what i mean like i i didn't know how to fix shit around the house you know what i mean but somehow or another with like audio visual stuff and tech stuff and being in the band and all that like this is easy you know what i mean like this is like work that like I mean, I wish I was more challenged. People are like, how do you deal with the stress? And I'm like, you know, I don't really tell them, you know, I want them to think that it is stressful because I want them to enjoy, you know, the presentations and stuff. There's a lot that goes into it that they don't know. But like, you know, the deal that I'm talking about now is like kind of like, uh, so like the projector goes off and I have seconds to act, right? And I immediately turn the corner. Everyone's looking at me. Hey, how are you today? Good. And I get to, um, the back of the auditorium and I got to go up now into the booth and in the the nest um it's not working the projector is on no image no visual presentation going on and I immediately think to myself okay I can't restart the system because if I restart the system it'll take off his microphone 
and I got something going for me at the moment because the speaker doesn't know the projector's off. So he continues through. <laughs> Excuse me. He continues through with his presentation, doesn't know, which is great because if he did stop, the whole thing would have gone wonky with people chatting. Because as soon as the screen went blank, you heard a whole bunch of murmur in the crowd, like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, dude, I was so happy. I got up to the booth, didn't work the first time, and I went through all the components in my head of like how to get this to work with the least amount of time possible without restarting the system. The answer was to unplug the HDMI cord three times. And on the third time, ask God the Almighty, please. Come through for me today. I need this. Dude, plugged it right back in. Bang, here it is on the screen. I hit another button that said uh, projector or whatever, but you know what I mean? Like, it worked. It never works, man. And it worked today. And you know what? Thank you, God, for being there with me the whole week as I went through all the motions. And, like, there was just one task that had to be achieved this week. And, dude, I did it. You know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> I never really uh, have done a self-congratulatory or, uh, you know what I mean? I've never done a podcast where I'm patting myself on the back. But you know what, dude? You did it, okay? And uh, for everybody who was there, who listened to it, you witnessed one of my greatest moves ever. And it's literally <laughs> turning a corner and not losing my cool. I wish I could teach people about that. Like how to like, um, I guess like from being on stage in the bands for so many years, I'm comfortable up there, man. I'm good, you know, like... And I'm not showing off. It's just, I, I feel like I was talking to my therapist the other day about this. And it's like, I feel, I, I feel like in social situations, I do better if I'm like the entertainer, you know, like whether it be in the band, whether it be, um, I used to like do like, I used to be a blackjack dealer, like at house parties. I used to do a bunch of different things, but I always, you know, love to be doing something for others to enjoy. And then, you know, I guess I was escaping like the social aspects of it, but I always felt like people deserve to have a show, you know, and like, I love that, dude. I love um, performing, you know, and I, I don't know if I said it last week on the band, but I'm looking to, you know, I'm in the uh, the church band, but I'm, I'm going to start another original band, maybe with some of my old band members from downtown harvest uh and i want to get back out there and i want to get back out there in the way where it's like hey man we're gonna make it i want to get back out there in a different way you know like um utilizing like you know the digital age but like also i, I used to do these events on the rooftop of whole foods and there's talk about them allowing me to do it again they, they thought for sure that the pandemic would come back last winter and it really didn't come the way they want it so there ain't no excuse this summer unless, God forbid, something happens and that's not going to happen because I'm here hugging my favorite tree or one of my favorite trees. This tree's name's Louis. Louie, how you doing? Huh? Good? Good. Nice. Sorry. I talked to you. So, um, yeah, dude, like it feels good. You know, it feels good to uh, achieve, right? But yeah, I like to perform, you know, and I also like to keep my cool in situations where people usually lose it. I lose my cool with shit that I guess other people don't really lose their cool with. Like, I'll lose my cool if... Um, I'll lose my cool if somebody takes away my voice. If somebody takes away, like, you know, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Or like, oh, you know, or like it used to be that when someone insulted me. Matter of fact, I recorded a whole podcast about this that didn't air last week. After I recorded it, I was like, yeah, this could get me into trouble. But uh, basically, in a nutshell, 
somebody, um, let me word this right. Somebody in my life, there you go, said, has continued to be despairing, despairingly just rude to me, you know, like it's just, I, I can't do anything to appease this person, you know, it seems. And I feel like, you know, a couple of times that this person has, you know, tried to make an ass out of me in front of others. And it happened recently for a third time. And I've never been the dude who's like, three times you're out. It just happened to be the third time. You know what I mean? Sometimes it could be the first time. Sometimes it could be the 12th time. You know what I mean? Like, I think it varies for people. You know what I mean? And it's a shame that it happens. But, like, you know, like, one of the things that, like, uh, I learned in 2020 and then in the post years of therapy is, like, you know, I'm an empath and, like, I'm an Aquarius. I'm an artist, right? So, like, when someone would hurt my feelings, I would let them get away with it, you know? I've talked about um, bullying here on the show before, how, you know, I, weight has always been a struggle for me my whole life. Um, when I was much younger, you know, didn't exercise, didn't hydrate, you know, and like I was the generation who thought a can of Coke was going to make you feel better, you know, like I got called names, I got picked on, lost out on dates, you know what I mean? And like, I still struggle with uh, body image stuff, you know, but like it's much more lesser and docile than it was in years before. But like this guy like uh, commented um, about my um, smell, like my body smell. And I was self-conscious because, well, two things. One, back in the day, I guess like. I don't know. My mom just didn't, I don't know if she like thought that for real, I'm like in puberty right now, or maybe I, we all have deviated septums, but dude, I stunk and I have no deodorant. I had still deodorant out of somebody's locker once, you know, to get the smells, but I was always scared because like, you know, people like, I remember, oh, I know the, the source. It was my buddy drew the very first guest here on the podcast. He had this like little clubhouse in his backyard and, and we used to like hang out in there, have sleepovers and stuff. And somebody had written there, Bob smells, you know, and like, I just remember the words and like, like, oh my God, do I smell, you know? And, you know, I wish I could help any person here on earth, especially like uh, children who like are about to have that shit go down, you know, or like they're like, they get hurt and it's like a, a type of hurt. Don't go away, dude. You know what I mean? Like the hurt like lasts for like, you know, 40, 38 years. You know what I mean? Well into the future. These are like these mortal wounds that happen. You know, somebody said some shit to you, hurt your feelings so bad, you know, and you didn't say anything. You took it, you know, and I would do that a lot, man, because I was a people pleaser and I wanted people to love me and I wanted people to, you know, accept me, you know, and I struggled with that, you know, I really did. And, you know, that's the first thing. Second thing was prior to this person commenting on smells, I was with my family at the Plymouth meeting mall one day and we had stopped into bed, bath and beyond. And my wife was trying to get some new stuff and I was checking out the samples and I came across this $19 and 99 cents tube of uh, mahogany teakwood men's lotion. And dude, I never put on lotion before that like continued to smell good for like hours. Right. So this mahogany teakwood, you put it on your skin, you smell awesome, dude. It's exotic. I had, like, you know, somebody recently be like, what's that? Like, you know, it's an aphrodisiac, as I'm saying to you. And I thought that this person was, you know, insulting me about that. Here, he like, he, this person was, like, making a side joke about something that was in the kitchenette that somebody heated up. Or, and I wasn't privy to this side joke. 
So I didn't know. But the words that I said afterwards, which I can't repeat, I um, did so in a professional manner and informed the person that they will no longer speak to me like that. And then I continued to, I continued our relationship afterwards. Instead of being like, there's another version of me that have been like, you can't talk to me like that dude and never pick up the call, never pick up, you know, the person's text. But I, I've learned through Christ, really, that like, Dude, that is like the, the bee's knees, the sauce in the universe right there, too. It's just like, you know, like an eye for an eye will make the world go blind. That's Gandhi. But like, dude, it is true because it's like the more and more that you hate, the more and more you lower your vibration, you know. And recently, God has been testing me nonstop on this, dude, like giving me all sorts of obstacles and problems, stuff for me to like. I almost feel like God's like, so what's it going to be? Huh? Are you going to go AWOL or are you going to? Buckle down and work through this. I think one of the things that I've noticed about getting older is that um, I used to think that, like, you know, when I was a kid growing up watching movies or television where, you know, someone's going through the dark night of their soul because they're, what, 40 or 50 years old or whatever. And, like, you know, there's that song from LCD Sound System, Losing My Edge. I always feared that I'd lose my edge. I always feared that I'd, like, you know, have a short haircut where, you know, I do wear new balances, but whatever, wear the white new balances, you know, just become, you know, uninteresting un and like also just devoid, like void of like any expression. And uh, you know what, dude, I'm so happy who I am right now, you know, because I am in that American beauty era of being like, you know, I think Lester, an American Beauty was 40 when we meet him in the shower and he's jerking off. 44. And things are starting to feel real good. I'm coming into it as far as like, um, you know, standing up for myself, but doing it in a respectful manner where I'm not hurting somebody in standing up for myself, if that makes sense. Because a lot of times when someone hurts your feelings, I know this for, I mean, like I role play lots of shit out. Sometimes in the car or out loud, sometimes in my head. But, you know, when someone, like, pisses you off, you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to stay in a state of uh, being pissed off. It's, it's so easy to stay in a state of discontent. What's really hard, though, is to truly forgive somebody for the wrongdoings, you know? You know, somebody recently, a mentor of mine, you know, made some remarks that I didn't like. And it hurt real bad, man. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm a human being and I'm also very sensitive. We've said it twice now on the show. Um, I, for, I forgive them. You know, I forgive them because it's not for me to end that relationship would be. It'd be remiss of me trying to change a pattern. Right. So like, you know, with any type of issue, whether it be racism, whether it be you know, homophobia, whether it be I, numerous different things we do to each other, right? Whatever somebody gets offended by, right? It's easy to end that relationship. It's easy to be like, well, this person and I are never going to get along and I'm never going to sit at the table with them, you know? And guess what happens? Nobody learns. Nobody gets a little piece of information that may turn the tide for them, you know? Either party, really, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? Maybe there is people out there who are very sympathetic who then turn to the people full of hate. And then they, yep, yeah, they do. They join cults. They join 
armies. They join uh, clubs, you know, cults. You name it, dude. They got it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I really... Um, I just think in general, though, there's a couple things you can do in life to really get the vibe high. Uh, one is forgiving people without a doubt, you know, and, and, and you know, allowing yourself, allowing yourself the grace to know that not everyone was created the same. And, and it's, it's not, I used to think it was my responsibility to help people or change people's points of view. And look, I, I don't want to do that no more, but I do want to be somebody who's like, Hey man, right over there, over that hill, there's this campfire. It's real warm. I'm not going to force you here, but I can tell you it's nice. You know what I mean? You want to come, you can sit with me. It's going to be good. You know? And I think, you know, coercion or any type of thing where you're soliciting somebody into trying to believe something you can't see, dude, it's hard. It's hard. You know what I mean? Like I was having a really great conversation with my friend Walter at, work today i'd like to bring him on the show he's a instrumentalist a keyboard player fantastic musician and you know he was just simply stating you know like it's so hard for people to have a firm understanding of god because everybody's looking for proof you know and i mean imagine like a society though where we are um like we live under god we could see god up there in the sky every day you know what i mean we can see what his plans are we can see what he wants to do with this we can see the whole kit and caboodle would everybody be living in peace and harmony i don't know we're at bill's mills i'm not gonna have any content that's worth anything right now because people are driving like maniacs for the three-day work week i'm wearing black you know i don't understand they should build totally like a little bridge here dude if i could ever get some money I will come back here and I will build a pedestrian bridge for the folks of Bell's Mills in the Wissahickon Valley. Oh, she was really close, lost my train of thought, first time here on the show. What are you going to do? Please don't kill me. Thank you. <laughs> that lady totally saw me, like, mouth, please don't kill me. She smiled. But, uh, yeah, let's see if anybody lets me uh, walk across here. Uh, we'll be careful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lady, stop for me. And the guy in the Cadillac right here almost killed himself. He's driving 50 miles an hour, and I was ready to jump off the bridge right there. I may have to stop going this way, dude. Like, God, how many times? How many times, huh? So, yeah, dude, uh, you know, forgiving people, high on the vibration list there of things to, you know, get done so you can feel a little bit better about life and yourself. And two... And I just did this probably right before I had to stop to get gas, right? And I was on the phone with my friend, uh, Boba Sweat, who's been on the show uh, maybe twice. Love Star Wars. Love this dude. Don't see him enough. Shouts out to you, dude. But um, I was on the phone with him. And, uh, you know, we were just chit-chatting about the day or whatever. And he was behind me in traffic. He made it right. And I went ahead and I stopped at the gas station. We continued a conversation. And uh, I had to um, end it quick. You know, I was like, Sam, I got to go because there was this senior citizen. He was getting out of his car and like, dude, like he could, I can tell he's just not walking correct. You know, he was doing the shuffle, the tiny shuffle walk. 
you know, and I was just, I was just like, Hey, I'm going to help you, you know? And he's like, Oh, I'm okay, son. I'm okay. And I was like, no, I'm going to help you, you know? And he was just like, okay, thank you so much, you know? And like, God bless you. God bless you. You're so kind. You're so, you know, kept saying, God bless you. God bless you. You know? And like, oh, like, then I got into like the front of the, the store, you know? And, uh, he could, you know, he couldn't get in through, through there. So I just, I was like, dude, just take your arms and hold, hold both of my arms together and I'll walk you in, you know? I got him in and then my friend who owns the gas station took care of him. But, you know, he said again, God bless you. You're very kind. Thank you. And that was better than fixing the projector. That was better than turning the corner and facing everybody with no sweat. That's the ego right there being like, hey, man, look at me. I did it, huh? See how it excited me at the beginning of the show? Nobody saw me help this guy except for my friend Jay, you know? And you only know because I'm telling you. But this one thing, dude, I mean, I am so, I don't even know the word. Like, is it gratitude or is it like, it's like, I'm just extremely aware of like how valuable helping others is, you know, especially strangers, you know, like it's a real thing, man. And like that altruism, that, that vibe, like my vibe's so high right now. You know what I mean? And it's Friday, which is a great kick. I still haven't had a drink, dude. It's been what a month and we're in the third week of we're in the third week of February. I think, I don't know. It's past Valentine's day, but I hear music. I'm sorry. I'm very distracted. Hold on one second here. Where is this music coming from? Hold on. Wow. Okay, so it's not music. Dude, wild. There's birds. And they're all communicating in the trees. But it it sounds almost like... You probably can't hear this. I'll put the mic up, but... crazy man it sounds like like people or like a band playing but it's just the birds like communicating with each other so wild um yeah so like you know like doing that altruistic work you know nobody sees it good stuff dude you know maybe you're not somebody like that maybe you got some germ phobias or something like that you're like i can't touch people what do i do oh i mean there's other ways you could you know you could you could donate stuff to like a um center for you know my wife goes to homeless shelters on wednesdays and feeds them clothes them you know sometimes goes on weekends and does like an event and just helping people dude you know there was that commercial during the super bowl when people were washing you know each other's feet you know people like what's going on i was the only person in the room to be like oh that's jesus i knew it right away you know but like I think that's a part that like people forget about Jesus too is like legit dude wanted to help, you know? Legit dude was here to make you a better person, you know? I mean when he got baptized, John the Baptist his whole life, he's sitting up there, he's out there in the woods, he's like, Up, oh, here he is, Christ is here, finally I can get baptized. 
And he's like, hey, Rabbi, can you, you know, you're here to baptize me, right? And he looks at him. J Jesus says to him, nah, dude, you're, I'm here to, for you to baptize me. And the rumor is that John was shocked, right? Nobody shows up like that no more, dude. Be authentic. Be authentic like that. Maybe you don't, you don't have to believe in Christianity. You don't have to believe in Catholic principles. You don't have to be, you know, Methodist, free Methodist, you know, Episcopalian, whatever. Whatever you want to do. But simply, by forgiving people, right, and helping people, you will get closer to God. I know that, you know, some of you are like, whatever, dude, what are you on, B.O.B., you know what I'm saying? But um, I just want you all to know that, that it's just it, it's an expression that I'm feeling right now. And it's hard to keep this vibe up, you know, it's because life can be really hard, you know, and stress can bring you down. Troubles with, you know, your job, your wife, your husband, your partner, your pets, you know what I mean, like. It's tough stuff, but by following those two little Johns right there, we can get this thing running the right way. You know what I mean? I'm super stoked for y'all to have a three-day weekend. True. Bobcast wraps up this week. I think we're going to uh, record the episode on Monday. It might air on Tuesday because Mickey is uh, attending a youth retreat. He's a counselor this weekend, helping out the kids. Shout out to him. Shout out to uh, Rich and Vineyard Church. These guys, they lost their church over there in West Country Hawking when the place that they were renting told them with like just a few short days, hey, man, we're out of here at the end of the month, you know? So they're relocating, making plans, and Mickey has been doing a great job with that. So, you know, may God hold him in his hands, and uh, may he hold you too as well as you venture out there and remember two things, okay? One... When you turn the corner and all the eyes on, are on you, are you thinking about what you're doing for yourself or are you legit thinking about others? If you're thinking about others, you know, and you're thinking about how you could help people get to a place of peace and harmony or even just being content, then, dude, you're always welcome here at the Bobcast. My name is B.O.B. and guess what, dude? You got another episode of the Bobcast. My name's Robert Patrick James Cahill, okay? I wanted to be called Robert Patrick Xavier Cahill, but those rights were not given to me. So, perhaps maybe I'll add it someday. My initials then would be R-P. You know, I might as well keep the J too, so it'd be R-P-J-X-C. Take care, everybody. It's been another episode of the Bobcast.